Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today we'll be talking about the events and updates from April 9th, 2020. Starting off in the British royal family, we're going to start with the anniversary. Today is the 15th anniversary of the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall. Um, So Charles and Camilla were married in a civil ceremony at Guildhall in Windsor, uh, right next to Windsor Castle. Um, And then they were, um, they attended a prayer and dedication service at St. George's Chapel. Uh, The Queen and Duke of Edinburgh attended the prayer and dedication service and then hosted a reception for the couple at Windsor Castle. Um, And then for a not-so-fun but a decent piece of trivia, um, originally the couple were to be married on April 8th, 2005, um, but that day ended up being the day of the funeral for Pope John Paul II, Um, so Charles was at the funeral representing the Queen, um, and so the date of the wedding was changed to April 9th, which, like, what a downer the day before your wedding. Um, but royal duties, I get it. Um, so I know that a lot of people have mixed feelings about this relationship, marriage, etc. I am a fan, um, so I want to wish them the most sincere congratulations on 15 years of marriage. Um, And then it was also announced today that Prince Charles will be on his first podcast. Yet again, a royal is not coming on this podcast. I don't understand. (laughs) Um, But he will be um, on a podcast hosted by Westminster Abbey for their Easter service, um, which is how they're holding Easter this year, which, like, so creative and innovative. Way to go, Westminster Abbey. Um, But Charles will be giving a reading from the gospel. Um, And there are a few things that I love about all of this. Um, One is that Charles is embracing the changes um, that need to be made for life right now. Um, He's adapting really well. Um, And two, Part of his role as monarch will be to be the um, head of the Church of England. Um, And so I think this shows a really strong commitment uh, to the church as well as any um, Anglican around the world that um, the Prince of Wales, the future king, is going to be reading from the Bible on Easter. I think that's just really, really important and really cool. Um, And so that's what we had going on in the UK today. Um, And then this is, I understand that this is not a political podcast. It is a royal podcast. But I just feel like I should update everyone. Boris Johnson is out of the ICU um, and is back in a normal hospital room, which is very exciting for him. Um, And just general good news for the UK, um, because that could have gone very, very badly. Um, And so That is it for the UK. Now we are going to move on to Belgium.
Queen Mathilde held a video conference with organizations that are working with disadvantaged people in poverty. Um, so obviously impoverished people are extremely vulnerable right now. Um, and so Mathilde was giving her support and encouragement to the groups that are supporting um, vulnerable people um, and disadvantaged people um, for the work that they are doing, which is often already forgotten, but like especially in a time like this, it's exceptionally forgotten. Um, so props to her for um, making a point to recognize these agencies for what they're doing. Um, and then there was nothing new with the Danish royal family, so we are going to jump right to the Netherlands. Alexander and Queen Maxima released a statement today um, that were just Easter greetings and words of encouragement for the Dutch people. Um, and I think I'm just going to go ahead and read this aloud um, because it gave me a moment of calm um, and I think that it's really a good sentiment. So I will just read it. Um, and it said, quote, just before Easter, the celebration of hope we wish you good days. Hang in there, be careful, and stay home as much as possible. With patience, solidarity, perseverance, and confidence, in the future we will get in the future, we will get through this together. Thanks to everyone who is committed to this with heart and soul. King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima. End quote. It just made me feel better. I hope it did the same for you guys. Um, and that's all for the Dutch royal family. So now there was nothing new in Norway. So we are going to move on to Spain. Amazingly, in Spain, it was a light day. There wasn't a plethora of meetings that um, they tweeted about, which is fine. Um, so first, Felipe and Letizia had a telephone call with the managing director of the hospital complex in Navarra. Uh, and then they also had a telephone call with representatives from the technology sector, where they talked about the importance of technology um, during this crisis, um, because people are obviously working from home more and using technology um, in a different way than they're used to. Um, you know, people are experiencing Zoom calls for the very first time um, and lots of different things. So they were um, acknowledging and thanking the technology world in Spain uh, for their work in all of this. Um, and then there was nothing new in Sweden. Um, so that is the end of the daily rundown. Um, I think 
today and over the weekend, we're obviously going to see a smaller number of events, meetings, and updates um, because it is a holiday weekend. Um, and in years past, this is a time that royals take off. For instance, the Spanish royal family never works this week um, because the Holy Week is a big deal in Spain. Um, but obviously things are different, so I think we're going to see them wind down as we have today with just two meetings versus their usual a lot. Um, and so we'll see what the weekend brings us. Expect Monday's episode to be pretty short because they're not going to be having a lot of events is my expectation. We might be getting some greetings on Easter, though. Um, and so now we are going to move on to the final three heirs to the throne, our deep dive into the heirs to the throne. Um, and today we're going to be talking about the um, crown prince of Norway, uh, crown princess of Spain, and crown princess of Sweden. First off, we're going to talk about Akun, crown prince of Norway. So Akun was born on July 20th, 1973, as Akun Magnus at the National Hospital in Oslo. He was educated in local public schools. Um, he received his bachelor's degree in political science, um, as well as completed a um, course with the Norwegian For Foreign Service, which is all about learning to be a diplomat and public diplomatic relations. Um, and then he also has a master's degree from the London School of Economics. Amazing. Um, Akun became Crown Prince of Norway on January 17th, 1991, upon his father's ascension to the throne. Uh, Akun was almost 18 years old when this happened. Um, he served in the military, primarily in the Navy. He married now Crown Princess Metamarit on August 25th, 2001, and together they have two children, Princess Ingrid Alexandra and Prince Sphere Magnus. And so his life as a working royal focuses primarily um, around the issues of climate change um, and climate activism, as well as um, promoting Norway, acti Norwegian activity. Um, and then he was also part of the founding team of Global Dignity, which is an organization that promotes the universal rights of every human being to live their life with dignity. Um, and so that is the deeper dive onto Akun. And now we are going to move on to Leonor, Princess of Astorius. So Leonor was born on October 31st, 2005, as Leonor de Todos los Santos de Bourbon y Ortiz, which is the Spanish naming convention, and also a lot to say. <laughs> um, so Todos los Santos is all the saints, um, so in English, roughly, her name translates to Leonor of all the saints of Bourbon y and Ortiz. Um, so she has been receiving her education at the private school Santa Maria de los Rosales, um, which is the same school that her father attended, uh, King Felipe. So Leonor became heir to the throne and automatically took the title Princess of Astorius, as well as many, many others. 
that girl has a lot of titles. Um, upon her father's proclamation on June 19th, 2014. Um, in October of 2019, so October of last year, she gave her first public remarks at the Princess of Astorias Foundation Awards, which is a huge award ceremony. Um, and then a few weeks later, in November, um, she gave remarks at the Princess of Girona Foundation, another one of her titles. Um, this time, at the Princess of Girona um, Foundation, she gave remarks demonstrating that she can speak roughly four languages, probably more. Um, so Spanish, obviously. She speaks English perfectly. Um, she also is learning Arabic, um, so she gave a demonstration of that. Um, and then Catalan, which is the language used in Catalonia, Spain. Um, and then there isn't much else because she is a literal child. Um, however, she is also the youngest heir to the throne of any of the monarchies that I talk about. So that's her little claim to fame. Um, and now we are going to move on to Victoria, Crown Princess of Sweden. Victoria was born on July 14th, 1977 in Stockholm to King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia as Victoria Ingrid Alice Desiree. Um, she is the oldest child. However, uh, Sweden did not have absolute primogeniture at the time of her birth. And so when her brother was born, um, he became crown prince, but only for a hot minute. Uh, absolute primogeniture was passed and was made retroactive, making Victoria crown princess at the age of two and a half. She was educated in Swedish public schools and then began her university studies, um, including studies at Catholic University of the West in France and Yale, as well as completing her degree at Uppsala University in Sweden. Victoria married Daniel Westling on J June 19th, 2010, and they have two children, uh, Princess Estelle and Prince Oscar. And so a lot of her work um, as future monarch of Sweden is focused on promoting Swedish culture, both abroad and at home. And that is it for our deep dives into the heirs to the throne, as well as the podcast for today. I will be back on Monday with whatever events, updates we are given throughout the weekend from all your favorite royal families. Um... Thank you so much for listening. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Um, please stay home if, unless you need to leave the house for essentials. Um, be safe. Stay well. Um, and I will talk to you all on Monday. Bye.